Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. I have the amazing honour and privilege of interviewing the awesome Ahmed Imam. So g'day Ahmed. Hey Pix, how are you? Thank you. I'm fantastic and we've just come off the back of Easter so I hope you had a, a wonderful Easter and you're a fellow Sydney sider, aren't you Ahmed? I am. I am. The uh, the weather here has been a bit on and off, but uh, yeah. so far we're experiencing beautiful weather. So we are. fingers crossed. Yes, yeah, certainly. That's for sure. And we connected. It was actually through Success Resources because I'd been to a number of their events and they truly are world class. So for anyone that hasn't heard of Success Resources or any of their events, I do encourage you to research them and, and really attend and get involved. So you really are dealing with the best of the best, aren't you, Ahmed? And present company included, I I'll say. Thank you. It's, it's, it's incredible. So, I mean, Success Resources is all about uh, impacting people. We're on a mission yeah. to impact a billion people by mm. year, the year 2030. Yeah. Um, we've impacted more than 10 million plus and yeah. counting. Um, and now with the ability to do both live events and virtual events, um, you know, we can certainly expand that exponentially. But yeah. some of the people that we work with, yeah. Yeah, some of the people that we work with, Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, mm-hmm. Richard Branson, Robert Kiyosaki, I mean, the list goes on. Um, It's just incredible being able to listen and learn from some of the greatest minds on the planet. Oh, absolutely. And you're yourself a presenter and a host as well. And uh, I love it because you call yourself an edutainer and it's basically entertainment um, that's learning as well. And I I love that because I guess that's what I'm doing as well. And you're the host of um, LinkedIn's first TV show, aren't you, Ahmed? Yeah, so we started a, well, we thought we'd do something different. So when I got access to LinkedIn Live, I was yeah. looking at all the other LinkedIn Lives and I thought, you know what, I want to do something a little bit different to, to differentiate myself. And we thought of the idea of coming up with a TV show. Mm-hmm. And when I say we, I mean myself you and Michael, and Michael. Lane, mm-hmm. of Success Resources. And so we started the first TV show on LinkedIn. And what I mean by that is it's literally structured like a TV show. So we yeah. have segments, we have games with prizes. Um, we have learning sessions, we have interactive sessions, um, just like you would find on a TV show. And we've actually built quite a large audience by mm. doing that. Mm. Um, and we've been featured in Forbes um, for, you know, for, for the innovation. So it's, it's just, it's been an incredible ride. And so we, uh, we host that, that show every single Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, at 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And we love to do it. It's a different way to connect with our audience. Yeah, yeah. And it's great because it's, you know, it literally is edutainment. People learn and they have fun. And I love the banter that you and Michael have. And and I will say kudos to Michael who has built success resources up with an incredible team. So, yeah, I'm yeah. all about courage and I love it because you, uh, one of your quotes was all about courage and I love that, um, Ahmed. But we have, um, I guess, an acronym for courage. But first and foremost, I'll start off with what does courage actually mean to you? Because I know we've had a couple of conversations previously and, you know, you were bullied as a, as a kid growing up. Um, but what does courage mean to you, Ahmed? 
Uh, courage to me is everything. I mean, courage to me is um, acknowledging your fears, but doing it anyway, yeah. you know, and, and that's, and that's not easy. It's certainly easier said than done, mm -hmm. but I like to say that confidence is having the courage to speak your truth. Mm. Uh, and if there's two things that I stand for, it's confidence and it's courage. And the only reason that I'm here now and I'm doing what I'm doing is because I had the courage to step out of my comfort zone and do the things that absolutely terrified me, right? So 15 years ago, uh, I speak about how I was a very shy and awkward kid. I mean, I'm talking about being so shy and awkward that I couldn't even look people in the eyes. Um, I wasn't courageous enough to even speak up and take up the voice space because I felt like I didn't deserve it. And after, you know, being... Um, um, you know, finding people like Tony Robbins and, and mm. other inspirational speakers, I realized that I needed to do something different if I was to change my trajectory. And yeah. so I started to step out of my comfort zone and take the courage that I needed to um, really attack those fears and embrace them. Um, so one of my biggest fears at the time was public speaking. And over the course of 15 years, I would do everything from volunteer um, yeah. at a friend's wedding to, you know, um, present at sales presentations, just volunteer to do anything that involved me speaking publicly. And over the course of 15 years, I've not only been able to turn that from a weakness to a strength, but I absolutely love to do it now. I get yeah. a buzz from yes. it. Um, and that's all due to the focus on courage. Yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone. And I love the fact that you said it's it's facing your fears. It's We all have fears. And in fact, most people fear public speaking. So you're certainly not alone there, but it's facing your fears and doing it anyway. So I love that. And growth really does happen at the end of your comfort zone because if nothing changes, nothing changes. So I know you had a bit of a tough time growing up, but what was one time specifically, can you remember, Ahmad, that you were feeling less than courageous? Where I was feeling less than courageous. Mm. Wow. Um, it can be recent too as an adult. <laughs> What's that, sorry? It can be recent too as an adult, if you like, and it personally or professionally. Um, look, anytime I am doing something new, um, I still feel those butterflies. Mm -hmm. um, and to be fair, even speaking to this day, um, the fear doesn't go away. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, even speaking to this day, I still get nervous before I speak. I still feel the butterflies before I speak. Yeah. The only difference is between, let's say, now and 15 years ago, I've learned to actually embrace that feeling and use it to my advantage. Mm. You know, so those butterflies now. Um, Fly I can in formation. <laughs> They're a bit more controlled. <laughs> it's, it's far more controlled and I can turn it into energy. You know, if yeah. I feel those butterflies, I know it's because I care about what I'm doing and mm. I want to impact the people that I'm speaking to as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, so look, I, I need to be courageous almost every single day. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds strange, but that's how I operate now. And I've conditioned myself to do that. So when you ask when the last time I needed to be courageous was, it was probably yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> day before mm -hmm. the, day before that, because it's every single day that I'm challenging myself and, and trying to, um, approach some sort of fear knowing that I can mm -hmm. grow through it mm. and I know you're always about continuous personal development and you literally are dealing with the best of the best and so I guess you know comparison may come into it but 
Um, it's just a matter of, you know, plugging in to your own courage muscle, so to speak, and then, like I said, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So on the flip side, Ahmed, what was one time when you felt absolutely so courageous, like you were on top of the world and the world was your oyster, so to speak? Um, it's, it's funny because I was speaking to someone about this just the other day, um, and it's a concept that um, a lot of speakers embrace um, and a lot of speakers talk to that is to try and it's okay. it's to try and get back that feeling that you had mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at a time where you were on top of the world yeah right so if you were to step on stage for example mm-hmm. and you wanted to step on stage with absolute courage and confidence and crush it on stage but you're not feeling the best yeah. the idea is to visualize a moment where you were feeling on top of the world and visualise it in detail. And with that emotion. Yes, Mm. with the emotion, Mm. conviction, with the passion, what you were wearing, what you sounded like, how you were breathing, Mm. um, and and just reenact that almost. But get back that feeling that you had to re-empower yourself. And then by the time you jump on stage, you know, you're, you're ready to crush it, feeling the exact same way. Um, so the last time I felt like that and, and what I constantly go back to is actually my wedding day. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was a beautiful day. We had a, we had a lunchtime wedding at a, at a really nice restaurant and it was a small and intimate wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I gave a speech to my wife and it was actually um, a song that I sang. Right? Wow. Um, and it was, it was something that required a lot of courage because I'm not just giving a speech at a wedding. I'm singing at a wedding and I'm not a singer. but but I did it just because I know you know I knew it would have that much more impact yeah um but um I really prepared for that speech and for that song and the moment um that I felt um just before I was about to deliver um combined with all the all the emotions of the actual wedding I just I I feel absolutely invincible. And so now whenever I deliver a speech and I'm not feeling the best or I need to you up think my back to that moment, mm. I go back to that moment and, yeah, um, and I feel the exact same feelings that I felt. Mm. And did your wife know you were going to do that or it was a total surprise? No, it was a complete surprise. Oh, gosh, <laughs> yeah. So definitely you would have had butterflies, but as I said, hopefully they flew in formation. So, yeah, how special well, they did. is that? And, and yeah. The worst thing about doing something like that is... If it goes well, it's brilliant. If it goes well, people talk about it. You've got it on video and everything yeah. else. Um, if it goes bad, <laughs> you've you just screwed what? up. I think speech. it's the intent behind it, Ahmed. I mean, you may have been a little bit tone deaf. I don't know whether you've been um, practising, doing singing lessons, but it's the intent behind it. And so people would that's have right. got caught up in that emotion and just the absolute surprise. So good on you. And, and that's a really good... Um, I guess, metaphor for people who actually when they're feeling less than courageous or they're facing a, an um, episode that they've got to actually get through to remember and put themselves back in that state. And I know Tony is all about getting into that state and motion creates emotion. I always thought it was the other way around, but actually get back into, you know, do something to put you into that state as well. So, yeah, thanks so much for sharing. 
Now, we do step into our courage acronym. So our first letter, Ahmad, is the letter C. So how do you best, you've got over 900,000 followers on LinkedIn and you've really gone from zero to hero in a very short space of time, like 2018. And so for anyone that's on social media in such a short space to develop such a following is incredible. So kudos to you. So how do you best communicate and connect with people? Um, I usually do it through authenticity and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe vulnerability is a strength um, and a lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable, especially on a platform like LinkedIn, where we always want to put forward our professional and Mm -hmm. perfect persona. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not how people connect. You know, Mm -hmm. people connect as human beings um, and people connect to other people that um, can exhibit that humanity as well. Um, and that's that's one thing that we're missing. So so when I talk about my story, I'm being completely open and transparent mm. about it. Mm. Um, I'm showing my weaknesses, my mm. shocking vulnerability sometimes. Yeah. And people connect to it because it, it goes far beyond anything that's um, professional um, and really digs into yeah. a, a part of them that is human. Mm. You know, mm. and so and so that's what I've really touched on. So I've, I've spoken about things that have been very difficult to speak about in order to connect Mm -hmm. um, and show myself in a different way. So Mm -hmm. I've spoken about the fact that, um, you know, I've been discriminated against. Mm -hmm. I've spoken about the fact that I was bullied at a young age. Um, I've spoken about many things. And and Mm -hmm. what I found is a number of people have then started following me because they they open up because they can relate to you. Yeah. If everybody's got only showcases their highlight reel, like people can't relate to that. Um, I think what you said, don't have, oh, I have to think of the quote, don't have a one in a million story, have a one in a household story. And I thought that's what people can relate to. When you show your vulnerability and authenticity with transparency, that's, that's exactly what people can relate to. And I think the world is absolutely craving for that. And you are just such a person of integrity to be vulnerable and show your true self. And look, everybody needs it. And really, you just need one person to come out Mm. and give others a permission to speak about a certain topic. Mm. And then all of a sudden, everyone comes out and starts speaking about it because they've received that permission. Um, And that's, that's very important. And so if I can be that person... Um, for growth and mindset and mm-hmm. confidence and um, all the other topics that I discuss, I'm, I'm happy to be. And I've, I've gone through a long process of trying to um, destroy my ego. <laughs> but but let, me, <laughs> let me articulate that better. Yeah. I, think, I think ego can be healthy if yeah. it's used correctly. In the right way. Uh, because, yeah, again, a healthy ego intent. can help you with drive, can help you with ambition. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a negative ego, a false ego can obviously be, be detrimental to you. So it, it's just about controlling and managing your ego. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and our next letter in our courage acronym, Ahmad, is O for open heart. You're very open hearted. So um, what does having an open heart mean to you? And I guess it kind of segues from the previous question. Yeah, look, uh, for me, it's it's really about kindness. Um, mm-hmm. 
kindness and empathy, you know, and I speak a lot about kindness. Mm -hmm. I, I always finish my videos with be kind to yourself. And the reason I say that is because um, my personal experience, you know, I've, yeah. I've come from a place where I was very unkind to myself. Mm -hmm. um, and so I see the importance in first being kind to yourself, to building yourself. that foundation of self-love. And then that gives you the ability to be kind to others. But kindness is a value for me that I not only um, try to exhibit and live by, it's also a value that I like to see in other people that I surround myself mm. with. Mm. Um, so, yeah, for me, an open heart is about kindness, empathy and compassion. Yeah. Um, one of my well, my first guest was Michael Ray from the US and he's all about <laughs> Project Smiles and he's just incredibly yeah. kind, a beautiful soul. In fact, all my guests are beautiful souls, I must say, because I wouldn't have them if they weren't. Um, and then there's Randy McNeely, who's all about the kindness project. Yes. And when you resonate and connect with these people and you just realise how open-hearted they are, it's just so beautiful because it does put the human back in humanity to know that there's beautiful souls like that out there because, you know, there's tragedy and um, challenges going on, but when you have an open heart, your vibe attracts your tribe. So to connect with that. So kindness is a really so lovely true. attribute. Yeah, so that's beautiful. So our next letter in our Courage acronym, Ahmed, is you. What makes Ahmed Imam uniquely Ahmed? <laughs> what makes Ahmed Imam uniquely Ahmed? Um, that's a great question. Look, I would have to say... Um, my ability to be unapologetically me. Yeah. Um, and I know that's overused sometimes, but that's exactly how I approach life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm putting myself out there, how I feel, yeah. how I felt, my mm -hmm. experiences, regardless of how it makes me appear or look, I'm putting me out there. And so what you get is it's just me. you see, yeah. Yep. That's, that's yep. right. That's mm -hmm. right. And so, you know, I, I constantly get, um, I constantly get told that, the person I am in real life is a person that they see on video. You'd like um, to think and, that, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, if you've kind of got that two, those two personas, it's like, wow, you're so different. It's like, that's you, not me. You'll be amazed at how many people do that because oh, there's yeah. nothing natural about yeah. video, nothing organic about putting a camera in front of you and, and speaking to it. So yeah. a lot of people adopt this, this character, this, yeah. this persona. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's being unapologetically myself, and I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I was. Um, I've just listened to um, "Believe It" by Jamie Kern Lima. Amazing. So, for any entrepreneur who has doubt and still has doubt, I really do encourage you to listen to that, Jamie Kern Lima. But she spoke about you can't fake authenticity, and that's so true. Like people try to, but you really can't because then you're not being authentic. So, I think that's a great quote. Um, yeah. And, and one and, thing I love about video, or mm -hmm. more specifically, live yeah. video. Is that you can't hide behind a camera? <laughs> That's so true. You know? Yeah. Like especially if it's a live video, it's it's you, yeah, the camera and your audience. And your That's audience. It. Yeah, exactly. There's no room to Photoshop, there's no room to edit <laughs> or add filters. Yep. It's just yep. you and the camera. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And um, I've got the honour and privilege of being a beach crew leader for making meditation mainstream. And in COVID, we actually were holding space 6.30am and 8pm online. And sometimes, like we had the team chat and we had a roster, but sometimes just by default, <laughs> the scheduled presenter or, you know, person holding space wouldn't show up. And one time it's like, Peaks, girlfriend, it's like, what? I'm in my pyjamas. <laughs> so off with my PJs, off with my Triple M hoodie, no bra, bed hair, everything. 
hello, welcome to Making Meditation Mainstream, <laughs> was like, well, that's uniquely me. I just had to wing it. So, yeah, and people so right. resonated with that. It's like, oh, my God, like you guys don't don't fake it. So, yeah, being. And it gives, it gives people permission to do the same thing. Yeah. It gives people permission to then be themselves. That's exactly right. right. And, and I that's, know. And that's the reason that I put out lots of content that is probably considered a bit odd. Yeah. Like, uh, I was one of the first people to put out a rap video on LinkedIn. <laughs> like a rap video on LinkedIn, can you imagine? But Do you know Rob House? People... Have you connected with Rob House? Absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah Rob House and I actually yeah. did a collaboration, rap yep. collaboration. Yeah. Well, I've just um, done the hashtag 30 days of videos with Rob season three. So we've we've done that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Rob is awesome. And, and is. Rob is one of those people that is exactly like you see on video. <laughs> just very, very... Very kind-hearted and seriously yeah. creative. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we put out a, a rap video. Um, mm. It was actually myself, Rob, Corey, and a gentleman oh, named yes. Joe Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the first rap collaboration on yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and soon after, we found a lot of other people doing something similar or mm. doing dance collaborations because it yeah. gave people permission mm-hmm. to just be exactly. stupid be themselves. and funny and be themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because it doesn't matter what business, widget, product, service you're selling, it's still a human pressing buy at the end of the keyboard or laptop or whatever. So it is all about the psychology and the humanness of things. So being your true authentic self, it's just yep. so important. And thanks for reiterating and that. Yeah, My pleasure. And for those that think it's probably a bit too fluffy for them or anything else, I mean, there's, there's method behind the madness and mm-hmm. that is that it seriously benefits your business. Mm. It benefits your business mm. having a strong personal brand mm-hmm. that represents the business brand. Because like you yeah. said, people are doing business with people. people. They're doing business mm. with the human beings behind the business persona. Yeah. Uh, and so it's important that your audience believes you as a person. Mm. It's important that they believe the things that you believe, your values, your content, your yeah. message. Yeah. And that then attracts them to the product or service that you Yeah, sell. absolutely. And I know hand on heart because I am being more vulnerable and transparent, speaking about child sexual abuse, mental health, depression, abortion, divorce, bankruptcy, all that stuff that people often face, but it's kind of swept under the carpet. But I'm actually having those yeah. conversations around the tough topics and that's absolutely attracting my tribe. I know I'm not for everybody, but not everybody's for me either. So same, same. And I know you're wonderful at branding and developing leaders and inf- increasing their influence by developing their personal as well as their professional brand. So, yeah, thanks so much, Ahmed. Um, now, the next letter in our COURAGE acronym is R. What is one relationship tip to develop real ones? And they all kind of segue into each other, but what's one relationship tip? Um, look, I'm a big believer in influence. Um, and like you mentioned, um, it's something that I help a lot of my clients with, mm-hmm. build influence um, on social media, off social media. Um, I believe it's a superpower, you know, and influence to me is having the inner ability to lift people up Mm. to your perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a very important skill set, whether you're a speaker or a coach or a consultant or a father or a mother, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter. Mm. But I would, if you haven't already, and it's an absolute classic, I'm sure a lot of your audience has read it, but if you haven't, um, (laughs) um, how to win friends and influence influence people, Stephen Covey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's an absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell in love with it, and it's the reason that um, 
I'm very fond of doing what I'm doing. Um, I, I took that skill set and used it within sales. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a long career in sales. Um, and I now use it for the purpose of being able to influence, inspire, mm-hmm. impact and empower people through my content on social Love media. It. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's an absolute superpower. So if you haven't already, um, invest some time in doing some research on how to influence. Yeah, yeah. So for the benefit of our audience, that was How to Win Friends and Influence People by Stephen Covey, and that's Stephen with a P-H, C-O-V-E-Y. And he's actually written, well, he's written several books, but there was one on courage, which I'd not heard of. So I'll research that. And have you actually read that one? It's like Seven Tips for Courage by Stephen Covey. No, I hadn't heard of it. So I'll research that and send it to you privately after this as well. Um now, Ahmad, you've had challenges in your life, but you do have an amazing attitude. So our next letter is A. How do you maintain your amazing attitude? Uh, it takes a lot of work. <laughs> I don't wake up with an amazing attitude every single day. Um, and so I just, I, just, I just put a lot of work into growth, into self-improvement, and I'm very realistic about the expectations. There are some days where I'm going to feel absolutely crap. Um, there are some days where... Um, I might not want to face civilization, <laughs> you know? um, but um, I know that the only way around that is to constantly reinforce optimism yeah. um, and hope mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just being very um, realistic about what that means. It doesn't mean that bad things in life don't happen. Don't they happen. do. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you don't feel crap one day. You will. Rainbows and um, unicorns. It's not. It's life. <laughs> well, is that sorry? I said people think it's all rainbows and unicorns, but it's not. It's called life. It's, it's so not. So yeah. just about being hopeful and understanding yeah. what optimism means in the real world. Yeah. Um, you, can feel, you can feel bad sometimes. You know, you mm. can have things go wrong and you have permission to let that happen. Yeah, you said a but very valid point you know about is- acknowledging it and giving yourself permission. Because I spent Christmas Day literally with no immediate family because I was, in, well, I'm in the Northern Beaches. We were in lockdown. First time ever I've never been with family for Christmas Day. And, you know, others have been doing it tough over in the Northern Hemisphere and that, but I wasn't worried about them. <laughs> you know, it was me that was celebrating Christmas by myself. And my daughter said, Mom, it's okay to be upset and down. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So I picked myself up and, you know, dusted myself off and got back on the horse. But, yeah, acknowledging it is a powerful thing. So, And I say we feed our tummies daily. We need to feed our minds daily, more so now, I think, Ahmed, and that's where Success Resources and yourself are so great at providing such amazing positive content for people so that they can pick up their attitudes. Um, so that's great. Our next letter, Ahmad, is G. What's one thing you're grateful for either today or yesterday or, you know, more recently, personally or professionally? It's absolutely my family. Uh, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just grateful for the family that I have, the lessons mm-hmm. that I've learned by mm-hmm. having a family, um, having someone like my, my wife around me who is just uh, an absolute inspiration yeah. um, and someone that just empowers and inspires me to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids have taught me how to be a little bit less selfish. Yeah, more selfish. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> um, and uh, I have to say it's, it's, it's a much harder journey that I anticipated and uh, mm-hmm. I'm learning every day through it. So uh, I'm absolutely grateful for my family. 
Yeah, I think parenting's one of the toughest gigs on the planet, actually. So, yeah, way harder than I thought. Yeah, they don't come with any manuals. That may be way harder, but it's also one of the most rewarding gigs on the planet as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm, definitely. Um, now, our final letter in our courage acronym is E. How do you enjoy life, Ahmed? Aside from you know being the amazing businessman you are and dad and everything, but how do you enjoy life? Um, look, those that know me well, they know I'm just, I'm a kid at heart, you know, so um, when I'm when I'm not the Ahmad Imam that you see, I'm in a singlet and a pair of shorts, um, and I love playing hide and seek with my daughter, and yep. um, I love being a child and, mm -hmm. and not playing the adult game every single day, um, <laughs> and I absolutely love that, and that's yeah. that's a way for me to connect with my youth mm -hmm. um, and just not take life too seriously. Too seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think opening up that inner child in all of us just gives us that ability or that um, opportunity to play and just, yeah, get back and have fun in life because I think we need to put a lot more fun in our days because it hasn't been an easy time lately. No. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Now, I know knowledge is powerful and you guys are great at providing amazing knowledge, but applied knowledge is even more powerful, Ahmed. So what's one tip on courage that you'd like our listeners to take action on today? Yeah, look, I would, I would be probably reinforcing what I mentioned before, and that is people think that others that have courage don't get fearful, mm. you know, as in they don't experience fear. Yeah. It's completely not the case. Everyone experiences fear. Everyone gets nervous. Everyone gets that butterflies feeling when they have to do something that's out of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. The difference is courageous people acknowledge that fear and okay. still proceed to do yeah. it. And I, I have to reinforce that because every single time um, that I challenged my fear, I was terrified. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was absolutely terrified, but I knew in challenging that fear that I would actually grow through it. And that's what I did. And when you're doing that consistently and frequently, you become a completely different person and you'll be amazed yeah. when you look back 5, 10, 15 years ago and see how much growth you've actually had. Yeah, yeah, and it's one step at a time, isn't it? So, you know, even sometimes I don't want to go to the gym and it might be less fearful, but it's like, okay, get the courage to get dressed and go to the gym as well. So courage, motivation, yeah, it's simply just taking action against something that you didn't think you wanted to do. So thank you so much. Now, that's been a wonderful interview. Thank you so much, Ahmed. Um, what's the best way? I know you've got a massive following on LinkedIn and you're developing a wonderful following on Insta as well. Are they the two best platforms to connect with you? They are. They are. I mean, so if you were to send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram, I, I love responding to anyone that messages me and I take the time to do that. So mm -hmm. please feel free to connect with me on those platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was Ahmed Imam on LinkedIn and uh, Instagram as well. So thank you so much, Ahmed. I've had a fun interview with you. I really appreciate your time. Have you got any closing remarks on anything, whether it be courage or anything today? No, the only closing remark I have is be kind to yourself. Lovely. Yeah, thanks so much, Ahmed. And thank you, everyone that listens in. Thank you. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. 
we've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.